For the fourth and final position, we have a tie between Jada Essence Hall and Trinity the Tuck. Not another tie. <laughs> Monet, with a total of five, you have earned the most legendary legend stars. With great power comes great responsibility. Monet, to break the tie, you must decide which one of your sisters you'd like to invite to the lip sync Lala Perusa. Ah, uh, RuPaul. Man, why do I have to make decisions? Why you can't do it? Will it be Jada Essence Hall or Trinity the Tuck? <clears throat> you know, Drag Race is this crazy thing and I love Jada. We have developed a sisterhood in this competition together, but I made Drag Race first three with this queen, and we went through a lot together. And so I'm going to choose Trinity to go to the Lala Perusa. I guess that alliance paid off in the end. Oprah hands. Yeah, big time Oprah hands. Also, I need to like immediately shout out simpsons drag race for having the meme of putting jada over ralph wiggum's face in the episode release that goes to the award show with him and then bart is playing the the vhs of uh the recording of like you can see the exact moment when his heart (laughs) breaks and i feel like it was the exact same thing here of you the look on jada's face when she realized it was up to monet and it was like oh shit that fucking alliance yeah, the alliance. It all came back. The storyline, the survivor storyline paid off for Trinity and certainly Monet. I mean, having a lot of power. I think if there are future seasons with this format, that type of strategy is rewarded. I I knew it. I knew it. I love oceanography. I knew it. Oh, but you, what it, but what it did to my Jada Bear. I mean, cuz really this is you know uh, there's also the fact that like you know shay got into the express line and got herself right to the finale yeah, she got and, a fast pass yeah she got a fast pass you know and because i don't it's a fast pass to pound town honey she went to pound town honey and she did use her fast pass honey and like <laughs> you want to go pound town honey use your fast pass use your fast pass you'll get there before everybody else you could actually take your time. You know, I feel like we can create a new verb from this. Oh, she shake who laid the competition. Yes. Well, you know, it's so funny. I feel like uh, Sasha Valor kind of got yes. a similar. Oh, yeah. Well, she Mary, oh, my God. There's the so much to talk about with that right? shake who laid twist. Because I got to say, there's a bigger, fuller circle, right? Yeah. With shake who laid jump into the end. Yep. I, I, yeah. Okay. So just like put a pin in that, Mickey. Um, yeah. So Jada, I know Jada Bear didn't get to the end. I I want to like parse this out, right? First of all, how did you feel about Monet having to make the decision instead of like an actual tiebreaker? It was it, it felt like such a like what? For such a huge decision, it's just gonna be Monet, you decide. <laughs> like what? Like, th- like there wasn't a lip sync to decide this, there wasn't something bigger. I mean it it was a surprise, but I, I felt like it was kind of a letdown to have it be 
Because we do get a lip sync, but it's a lip sync for like, which charity is going to get $20,000 more than the other? You know, like it's, it, that's the stakes were not very high at that point. I think they should have saved the lip sync for who's going to be in the fourth spot. Yeah. Give up that lip sync uh, to the fourth spot and not have Shay versus Monet. Monet, the reason Monet picked was because she had the most stars. Is Which right? also, ha- yeah, how do you like that goop? That after Jinx has been annihilating the season and Monet, we weren't sure what was going to happen. All of a sudden, Monet, just as she said in the other the confessional last week, oh, yeah, I was just saving it till the end. Suddenly she's got the most stars. Yeah, but, you know, I got to give it to Monet for picking Trinity because it's like, yeah, I'm going to pick my twinner. I'm going to pick my alliance. Right. I mean, it would have been a gag. If she went against her alliance, I think That's, that would have been yeah. like wild. But I don't know. I feel like, Mo- <laughs> if I'm being honest, Monet would beat either of them in a lip sync. Well, I mean, I think Jade is bigger competition. And I thought about that, too, because it made me feel better that like, well, Jada is a tougher lip sync as you know, uh, competitor than Trinity. And so, like, if it were to come down to Trinity versus Monet or Monet versus Jada, Monet's probably got a better chance with her twinner. I guess that's true. You know, I want to be honest, because why not? I love Jada. I wanted Jada in the finale the whole time. The whole time! And I do have to say, from a season overall standpoint... Jada had more low moments than Trinity had low moments. And not to say that either of them didn't do great, but like Jada is very much like the pizza queen this season for us, because even when she didn't do that well in the roast, you know, we still loved her, but like Mary, she didn't do that well in the roast. Well, so the thing is, I, I feel like I mean, let's lest we forget Trinity's porch. Like I am, I knew you so were happy. Say that. Yeah, to see Tr- Trinity. I didn't play. Th- I didn't play it though, did I? Did I? So you'll be surprised when that happens. Well, you know, uh, I mean, and everybody knows. I'm obsessed with Jada. Right, right. Well, and I guess you know the benefit was that uh, you know Shay had them ears on. I guess. And where did my ears button go? Who took away my ears button? Oh, it's right here, honey. It's it's in it's in yellow. I'll play it. Greetings, Earth. Ear <laughs> there it is. It's right next to I porridge. Couldn't... It's next to porridge. oh, right next to porridge. Oh, yeah. greetings, Earth. Because oh. I actually <laughs> think that yes, again, I didn't play the porch one, did I? Michelle, you remember my porch? So. I am. I have always supported the idea of Trinity making it to the end. I think the issue here is, and I know I've harped on it all season. It's certainly not been a love letter to Shea Coulee this season. It. I. I think that to me almost feels like. Oh, I think Jada should have had Shay's spot and keep Trinity in the top four. Well, oh well, Mary. That's moving into the Shea Coulee twist of it all, the three star twist. But right now, we're talking about Monet picking the fourth. Does that make sense? Well, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, yes, it does. Of okay. course, it does. But, but to me, it was almost like, well, of course, you're going to pick Trinity in this situation. But like, Jada should have been in the top four already. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you know what's also weird, Mary? The winner of the lip sync should have picked. Oh, yeah. I guess that makes sense. If you're going to keep the, like, plunger model, then, like, oh, well, then you get to, instead of blocking a queen, you get to, you know... Um, pick who comes to the finale. Pick who you. comes through, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I I just felt like yeah, it's true. Once they got to the lip sync, there were zero stakes except for the, the charity. I do have to say, Monet having the most stars and picking and breaking the tie, I guess, makes sense. I think for a from a television standpoint, so like whatever that decision from production is whatever. Uh, it wasn't the most egregious decision by production this episode, if I'm being honest. Um, letting Monet choose because um, it was also an Oprah hands moment. Um, and we saw it coming all season, right? Like, I'm glad that they at least set it up uh, for the, the viewer. But I, I think in terms of a show for next time, yeah, make, make it a tie break. Make it a tie break. Well, and, and I, I'd read it, and I, I try to avoid this, but I read some article about this episode before we recorded where the writer was not happy with all of this and felt oh, I'm not that surprised. the, the read. That the, I know, right? It, it, Pink News actually gave me the heads up. <laughs> Writer, not happy about loving the, the episode, episode would get more clicks, right? No, well, of course. Of course right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Great job this week. Yeah, no clicks. So this person, I can't remember, and it doesn't really matter because I'm sure it's one of a thousand, um, felt that the three stars kind of invalidated everybody else's work and... Um, okay. And it was like I, Well I get it I played Mario Party too And it sucks But you know what yeah. Like it's It's just part of the game I wish they had known And maybe they did But I wish they had known From the beginning Hey just so y'all know Your variety show Is gonna give you a ticket Into the finale Right it's Cause then it's like Okay mm-hmm. then there's a little bit Less stress Then there isn't You know uh, I don't know A, a sense of Aw oh, bummer You know uh, Maybe it would have given Queens a little bit more confidence. Who knows? Uh, Having the twist be revealed at the end has its ups and downs. Yeah, I mean, I think the other kind of thing that I think they tried to sort of skirt over this week was that truly Jinx could have sat there on the edge of the stage and picked her nose and still gone to the finale. Like, Jinx, this was a victory lap all week, and I love how they had to, it was the one thing they couldn't, turn the heat on like no jinx right. is really doesn't have to do anything this week this is like that Lollapalooza episode where like monet and and uh manila got to sit on the couch oh the whole yeah time. yeah or, or Deja with Deja. Yeah. yeah yeah jinx could have sat on the couch yeah um, yeah and of course you want to show your talent you want to do the variety uh i get why you know she she didn't um and yeah they couldn't they couldn't turn that heat on, they, as you say. They couldn't make any sort of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Anticipation. There, you know, mm-hmm. there wasn't there wasn't any suspense. That's what I'm thinking about. Right, right. Like there was, you know, and, and I think, you know, it is what it is. But I, yeah. Uh, anyway, all that to be said. Uh, well, quite we, a twist. Yeah. Well, then let's talk about the three stars twist, Mary, because I I just kind of figure it out a little bit further. You know, Shea Coulee goes from one star to the end. I get why production did this, right? It's to keep the suspense going. Um, and do you think that it was that they wanted the full circle moment of like, all right, we'll give Shea Coulee a goop because she got gooped in season nine? Well, you know, and it's so hard, right? Because, like, you don't know. the Obviously, like, they can. She could also bomb the variety. Act, she could right? have bombed it. Like, there's really no way to manipulate that. I mean, I'll, I'll say this, and I'm sure we'll get into it. But, like, it is kind of hard to judge when someone's lip syncing yeah, a song. Yeah. 
it is a little hard to kind of be like, okay, and and, and Shay's not the only one. No, no, I and know. So, it's been, that's been a variety shows past, absolutely. Right, and so I think there's like that element of like, yeah, I mean, I guess if we strip away everything that has to do with what was done before she got here, right? Like if you strip away uh, all of the, you know, um, the vocals and, and the mixing of them, like is this a winning performance is this a three-star winning performance and yeah does this put you in the finale it is an interesting yeah. a, a production choice because it was a choice mary it was definitely a choice whether they knew from the beginning that it was going to be worse three stars which i'm sure they did um i don't think that this was like oh let's do this for shay i don't think it was no. for shay yeah. and i want people to stop taking away you know that whole thing. You know what I mean? Like it could have weird way to produce a, a television show. <laughs> but we need to give it to Shay. It's like no Katya Mattel twenty seven on Twitter. Right. They're not doing that. I don't that. think it works like that. I think that's what we all inject into what they show us, which is fun but not real. You know? Yeah. So what you're saying though is that you would have liked to see Jada in that spot instead of Shay, with this you know benefiting from this three stars twist. Um, which I want you to talk about, but also knowing that Jada and was it Raja, uh, they have what is it friendship stars? They yes, they have. I, I think Jada and Evie got oh, the Evie, like right. the free stars. Yeah, or, no, because Raja finally won one and then was able to give one. I think that yeah, was I think that's what that happened. happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, I you know I, that element because I, I feel like in the same way you could say well technically the Vivian should have more stars because she was blocked like I kind of think being blocked mm. or being given a, a you know a friendship star almost nets out the same you know I see that okay so you would rather see Jada over Shay in the top four because of how Jada did this season or because you love Jada Bear. Well, of course, it's like 80% I love Jada Bear, and I love the <laughs> narrative of her. But, like, let's also be clear is once we get to the finale, this is between Monet and Jinx. And Jinx. <laughs> there's no question. So, like, there's all, like, let me be clear. I'm not expecting if Jada were to go to the top four for her to win. She could win the She Done Already Had Hers's uh, sure. competition. I, she can easily win that, which I'd be very happy about. But no, once we get to the top, the, the, the other thing is that I'm going through the heartbreak of my Jada Bear now because next week she's not my pick to win. So, you know what I mean? I might as well lose yeah. it now. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Jada Bear. I, I don't mind Shay being in the finale as, you know, a drag artist, as a lip sync person. I think, you know, she has an, another shot at a lip sync kind of showdown in that sense um, because she didn't have to do that on All Stars 5, right? She didn't have to lip sync for the crown did she i guess i guess they do yeah i guess everybody does yeah, yeah she probably do. did at the end she yeah did. so i it's funny i just like can't remember uh who she was i, I know i'm against, like right Wasn't who she, did she she, lip was, sync against? she was against um <laughs> oh cracker cracker was in the top no that was the next season it was cracker jujube no. And... No, no 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 and shay oh boy man <laughs> Where was Kylie? When did she trip on her jacket? <laughs> uh, yeah, Kylie was against uh, Ginger Minge and Raja O'Hara. Oh, yeah. Man, all of that is just like <laughs> stuffing and mashed potatoes just mixed together on the plate. I know. I, I know. That's how they say it in Australia. They say, I know. Yeah. 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 I know. I know. Uh, so 
I if I were to put somebody in the top four at this point after watching this variety show, it would have been well, it would have been Raja or the Vivian. Oh, the Vivian. I mean, because that was the other one where I was like, but you're lip syncing. I didn't think she was. Uh, maybe there was just a backing track because there were there definitely was a like... backing track for sure. But she was holding a microphone. She was she was doing the quote unquote live singing. I've held microphones before. I understand. You know, I, understand. I mean, that's the other I, thing about yeah. these TV shows. It's like we don't really know. But like, yeah, she was singing the song. Shay I wasn't. Hope, yeah. Shay was not because it was just way too not. At the very least, Vivian definitely had some like, you know, uh, backing tracks. But well, yeah. You know, I I think Viv is an interesting example this season of someone that, like, no matter how hard she tried or how well she did, she was never going to win. Yeah, it's interesting because I was thinking about this. She's the only contestant this season who didn't win any prize money. Oh, she really? No, I mean, I'm sorry. Prize money when she won her season. Oh, 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 yes, yes. Originally. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she's coming in with, like, the least amount in her bank account from, from RuPaul. From RuPaul, right. So I'm just kind of like, wouldn't it have been nice to kind of push her a little bit further? I don't know. Maybe she'll win the She Done Already Didn't Have Hers as a SmackDown extravaganza, Fierce Delicious, Yas, Mama, House Down Boots. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Definitely. Maybe. Definitely. Maybe. Uh, do you want to j- jump back to the beginning and talk through this episode a little? Sure. We. I mean, I. I don't have much to say except when we get to, you know, the twist. And uh, I mean, yeah, sure, we should. We can talk All about right. the the tic tac uh, chats. I've yeah, I've got little notes here and there. I mean, we don't have to do like. And then the queens came back in the workroom. Um, but I do want to note. There's a couple things to mention that a uh, lot of love letters this week. Oh, Turns Mary. out this is the yes. week of. Love so watch your back, Shay. I mean, watch your back. Post Valentine's service. Day episode. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Raja... Service... Oh, postal service, not the band. <laughs> oh, not the band. No, not the band. No. You know, yeah. DC sleeps tonight. So. Oh, the the district does sleep alone tonight. I know. Um. Oh God, that album. That album is so good, but it's so planted in a very specific period oh, of time. I just love it. I love uh, such great heights. Yes, oh, it's my favorite my song. Oh yeah. God, it tickles your ears on both sides of your face. You know. Yeah. Oh, such great heights is my favorite one. Oh, it's so good. Uh, yeah, that's a lip sync. Um, so uh, we get a lot of love letters. Raja announces that uh, her performance is going to be a love letter to Indonesia and her family. Obviously, Evie later has a love letter. Yeah, uh, to her to her type of drag. Yeah, yeah, to her type of drag. You know, another thing I wanted to mention, sort of love letter related, is uh, speaking of the Viv. Dear Abby, so, sorry, go ahead. Dear Abby, <laughs> uh, dear Abby, Viv is dear doing Abby, a song. Oh my god, <laughs> dear Abby, Irma Gerd, Uh but Viv is doing a Diane Warren song, like a song yes. that Diane Warren wrote for her. For the Viv, yeah. Now, here's the thing. This felt like a bad omen because my understanding of Diane Warren is she, like, never wins for Best Original Song at the Oscars. Always gets nominated, never fucking wins. I could be wrong, but I, I've seen it enough times that she's beaten by, like, everybody else. <laughs> well, I will say, in Drag Race history, having a love letter... Uh, this season means you don't win, right? Uh, although in That's past true. seasons you have won for it. Um, no, Diane Warren, it was actually really 
maybe well-researched by the Vivian because Diane Warren was uh, interviewed by RuPaul on What's the Tea and loves Diane Warren. Well, that's very smart. Yeah, I mean, I it was just such a random thing of like, oh, yeah, it's a song written by Diane Warren. Like, Diane Warren? Like, is, is you know, uh, Carol King available? Like, what? It, it's just, uh, you know, I mean, not I a don't name know. you expect here on Drag Race. I don't know. Yeah, I I would expect to hear that written on uh, to hear that on Drag Race. I if she had said like, oh, it's written by Sia, right? Who's also a prolific songwriter these days, or Taylor Swift, right? That writes songs for other artists. I I would have been surprised to hear that. But Diane Warren, I'm like, oh, I wonder if the Vivian went to the producers and was like, I need a songwriter. You know what I mean? We'll call Diane. <laughs> I I I the impression I got was like. You know, Diane's a big Drag Race UK fan and, like, saw her in, like, you know, Liverpool and was like, oh, Viv, I've got this song for you. I was watching you on stage tonight. It's called Bitch on Heels. I wrote it after I lost an Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) And then she has to explain what Oscars are because she thinks that Vivian might not know. Yeah, Yeah, so the Oscars. So y'all have the BAFTAs? I don't know what that means. Um um, yeah, no, lots of love letters. Uh, I, I, yeah. Otherwise, the Tic Tac lunches, there wasn't much at first. At first, I thought the Tic Tac lunches were just for them to talk about their charities, mm-hmm. which I thought was great. I'm just like, okay, this is now PSA moment on Drag Race for these fabulous charities. You know, we had the Planned Parenthood moment, Trans Lifeline, Color of Change. Uh, and then when we went to Evie for National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, oh. Evie, oh my God, Mary. Evie well, is... I, oh, sorry, go ahead. I know, I should say, be, before it turns, I just have to mention RuPaul asking maybe the dumbest question I've heard all week. So is that domestic abuse charity near and dear to your heart? It's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess you could say near and dear is the word for it. You know what I mean? It's just like... It's a, it's, it, it's a hard question... Or hard information to pull out of somebody. She actually shouldn't have asked that, right? But because it's a TV show, she has, you know, as a producer, would have prompted her, like, Michelle, we need you to get this story out of Evie. Which, you know, it's like, ugh. It feels weird, right? It's like tears equals fans moment with Charlie Hyde's. Not that I think that that was this moment at all, but... It's just a, it was a weird thing to ask. Like, oh, so is domestic abuse like something you really care about? It's like, ah, uh, what, what kind of what kind of conversation you want to have well, right now? What Ru? is she supposed to say? Like, oh no, right. I'm lucky. Not, yeah, yeah. I it's haven't had to experience saw, that. Yeah, right, right. I saw an right. episode of Growing Pains where they talked about it, right. and I've been I watched Nine Hundred Two One Zero. I saw Tori Spelling fall down the stairs. Like ever since then, I've had a dedication to ending domestic violence. Yeah, Donna Martin graduates and feels safe in her own home. That's right. You know? That's right. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I hear that. And uh, I Evie talking about her Ehlers disease, mm. the, the 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 laughter. It was I was uncomfortable, and my heart was swelling at the same time. It was such an interesting moment because, yeah, I mean, I have to say this episode, I don't know if it's the microdosing or what, but this was a very emotional episode. I, uh, they got me gal a few times, and I thought this was really powerful in particular because Evie obviously has been navigating, like, all of the emotional mm-hmm. terrain of, of this for years. And 
you know, it, it was almost like Rue and Michelle, you are so outpaced right now in this conversation. Like, yeah. Evie is better versed in having this conversation than you guys are trying to sound like the wise elders. Like, Michelle Agreed. being like, well, the good thing is you can laugh about it. And she's like, bitch, I, yeah, because I, it's not going away. Like, I know. That's why I have this laugh, you know? like Yeah, yeah. Evie, Evie is so much, like, Oh God! Well, Evie and is so Evie much was more wasn't than she wasn't she also criticized by queens or somebody for not performing enough after her win or like not always being in perfect drag? I feel like that was a thing. Like maybe Willem, uh, there were people that like criticized Evie for not acting like a winner after she won. Oh, and like, like her looks weren't elevated yes. enough after she won. Yeah. Yes. And it's like you like people just don't consider the whole picture all the time. You know, probably us included, right? She makes a really good point in saying there's only so much you can learn about a performer in a twelve episode season right. of a television show. And there is a Evie is it, it it's like the she almost matches the don't give a fuck energy of Raja in these moments because it's like there's just a, there's a tone there where she's not. She's not gushing over Rue and Michelle the way the others are, you know? Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. There is sort of a barrier. Um, not necessarily mm-hmm. a barrier, but like a, just an awareness of who she's talking yeah. to, you know? Um, Shay, I, got, I have to say this out loud because, first of all, I just want to say, yeah, there was a twist. Shay went from the bottom to the top. We've seen that happen on reality shows all the time. This is a reality show. It's like, okay, girl, like, what, like, what are we going to do about it? It's twist. It's fine. Um, you know what I mean? Like, we've seen winners go home after mm-hmm. winning uh, the not winners. We've seen queens go home after winning the previous episode. You know what I mean? Like, it. Yeah, I, and I, and I'm still the this. one paying my bills. You know what I mean? Whether yes. she goes home tomorrow or next week, I still got to pay my bills. So it's really not that big a deal. <laughs> right, right. Um, and do, do we think Shay should be in the top four? You know, okay, of course not. But whatever, she is, and it's fine. She she got to the top four. It's fine. But I thought this conversation would have been so much more interesting if Shay didn't have a chance to win. Oh, yeah, because I, I think that that was actually, I feel like throughout the season, the moments where Shay felt the least kind of um, scripted or robotic or whatever, just like produced, kind of produced, very self-produced, was like the vulnerable moments where she's like, oh, shit, I don't know if I've got a chance here. And I think that's where we really saw her drop the shield. And knowing that there's still a chance, it's like she's still playing the the self-produced character who she thinks is going to get her to the finale. And I mean, it, obviously she did, but, um, you she's know, got it, them it, ears on. she's got them ears. On. ears on. Damn ears. I mean, I'll say this. That is one of my favorite takeaways from this season is Shay's ears. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it was, it, it definitely felt, especially after like Evie and some of the others, it was like, Oh, Back to a performed conversation, you know? I don't know if it felt performed, but it did feel like I I just wanted I wanted to hear what Shay had to say about being on the show, about about to perform in a variety show that she would mean she couldn't win, what all of that means instead of there's still a chance she could win. I just think that would have not that this conversation wasn't necessarily interesting, but I think it would have been 
more interesting to hear a different, just a different type of contestant, right? Like, oh, one that definitely isn't going to win versus Jinx, who's definitely going to the finale, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My biggest takeaway, of course, is when oh. Jada shares what her charity no, is going to be. What did I say? Jada. I said Jada. Well, no, I didn't mean Jada. I meant Shay. Well, I didn't get that. Well, I didn't get that. But when, she, when so when Shada <laughs> announces Jada her. Jada Hudson. Jada Shades of Hudson. I feel like Mrs. Doubtfire Bridges right now. Uh, when Jada announces what her charity is, it's going to be the, um, the, the period project, so it's called. Where, yes. You know, uh, and, period and poverty project. Period poverty project. It rolls off the tongue. And, uh, Michelle is just like mother of two daughters nodding along. Yes, yes, yes. This is important. And I don't know if it fully translates in the audio, but like there's just this hardiness in the way she goes, oh, that's great. And uh, I got a clip right here. That's great. <laughs> I mean, it's not as much in my in my ear. I hear, oh, that's great. So I have to say I it's awkward. It's an awkward PSA for these charities because when RuPaul says, what charity are you playing for? It, the moment begs for a reaction from the people that asked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it probably should be a longer conversation about that topic, about that charity. But because it's a produced reality television show in 12 episodes that are an hour long, and there's eight different charities to talk about, they can only show, oh, wow, that's great. How important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's great. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Well, you know, I really actually, I feel like, especially with, with the queens who got emotional, like Jada or Evie, I feel like Rue and Michelle, they were like registrations of the DMV. It was like, keep it moving, keep it moving. Yes. There were moments where like Jada is still like trying to pull herself together. Evie's still trying to pull, compose yep. herself. And they're like, okay, great. Well, this was fun. Okay. Yep. All right. Let's, let's get you out of here. And it, it really resonated. I mean, I mean, maybe to to jump to uh, uh, Jada here. Oh, Jada. Um, sure. Oh, you want to talk about? Oh, yeah, Jinx. Uh, you know, I guess Jinx before. Uh, well, actually, there's two others before Jada. If we want to go in order, um, well, why don't you jump to know. Jada and then we'll go back, Mary? It's okay. Yeah, what then you we'll go say back. About Jada. What I was going to say about Jada is um, take back I, what you said about Jada. Take it back, Brad. Uh, well, I just want to talk about this moment with Jada because I feel like much like Evie, it was like, oh, this got real. And mm-hmm. there was something about Jada, and I've got a clip, but there was something about the way that the tears came on and her face was just this big, wide, blank, like, oh, I'm going to start crying right now <sighs> kind of moment. That just, and of course what she talked about, I, I felt deep in my heart and uh, too sad to be clip of the week, but we'll play it here. Coming here is like I'm learning so much about what I'm able to do. Like that I don't have to be any one thing. And that's why this time around I was like, I want to be who I am. Even like simple stuff is like wearing these gay ass pants with these stars all over. My favorite. Before this is something I would have never done because if people see me in these pants, they'll think, oh, look at that fag. And now I'm just learning to be like, I can do whatever I want to do. And I can not have to feel ashamed about it. But that's what that crown means. When you won, that crown meant from now on, you never, ever, ever have to question whether you're good enough. Because you are amazing. Thank you. (laughs) But also, like, 
that that's a that's a nice sentiment from Rue about the crown, but does that mean that like Crystal method is not good enough because she didn't win? I mean, you could look at it that way, Mary, but that's like right? a whataboutism, you know? I know, but it's just like, it's such a, like, if I was Crystal right, Method, right. I'd be like, well, yeah. fuck my draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Can you do maybe that I'll get a, like, yeah. yeah, maybe I'll get asked back to All-Stars, and maybe I'll be good enough, you right. know? <laughs> that's, that, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely um, right. Um, yeah, no, Jada crying. We got, obviously, Raja cries later. Jinx cries. Mm. Evie cries. I was on Fire Island a couple weeks ago, and one of the people... That I that was staying at the house. Uh, it was like a house guest from my housemate. Um, lovely, lovely, lovely couple. And one of them told me that <laughs> I thought of you because I was like, after he said it, he's like, "Yeah, I, I like Drag Race. Oh, I just can't stand it when they cry." <laughs> oh my goodness! I, I go eat tax for lunch. Are you kidding but me? You like, underst- uh... But you can understand why, right? Because it. Depends it, on why you're watching. Why you you're know. watching. It you it kind of brings the show to a different level. There's an exploitation factor. There's a what am I supposed to be doing with this? This is supposed to be a drag show, right? Like it, you're right. It's I, a reality show and a drag show. Yeah, I think I wouldn't I mean, I think this podcast wouldn't exist if they didn't cry. You no, know? I understand. You love I think talking through the, tears. Yes. I do. I mean, Raja, you know, Jada, Evie, like it is expert talking through tears this week. This Jada clip, even listening to it, I was like, ooh. Oh, she got me again. Uh, you know, I, and I got to say reality television, there's a lot of tears because they're so tired. It's a pressure mm-hmm. cooker. They're on TV. They're it, being invaded like whatever, 16, 20 hours a day. Uh, I Tears are par for the course often, you know? They talk about it on Untucked. Raj is like, yeah, this is about the point that people usually cry. And so like... <laughs> It just felt like this is just what happens at this point. I mean, yeah, I you're, um, done. you're done now. I I do have to say on the on the note of Raja, and I think you'll, even though this is going to be a Real Housewives reference, I think you'll appreciate it. Um, you know, in Raja's Tic Tac Lunch, she like is the only one to explicitly say, "I'm never doing this again." I oh, no, thank you. That. I'm never doing this. I again. love I that love moment. That. There was another moment when she said, "Well, I learned drag mainly from trans women," and I was like, yeah. "Oof." RuPaul. <laughs> I know, I know. Cut to RuPaul hiding behind an issue of The Guardian. Oh, and I, oh, so, yeah, I was just um, like, the editors were like, yeah, put that in there. <laughs> yeah, keep it in. Keep it. Can you cut to Ru? Um, but I wanted to mention that there is a nice parallel to this most recent Real Housewives Ultimate Girls trip that you watched three and a half episodes of. Uh-huh. So they just finished the season and they kind of have like talking heads of each of the wives saying, yeah, this was really fun. Yeah, I would I would do this again. Yeah, this was fun. I, it was really good. And then cuts to Eva. I'm never doing this oh, again. Are you? No. Queen. And it's just like the queen, it's queen shit. I was just like, oh, Eva, you're so great. Because it's like the same situation where like, you're, you want to be like one of the players. You want to be considered like a jujube who's called back every year. But someone like, you know, Eva or Raj is like, no, I never want to do this again. Uh, and I just love that parallel. I love that parallel, too. I love that she is the one to say it. Because I feel like there's a couple others that would have said it. But, it, you know, and especially with the rumors that keep people keep leaning in that it's true. Yeah. That Raja yelled at Michelle. Now I just watch... Like, especially during the Tic Tac lunch, I'm like, yep. what type of performance are we watching right now? 
there is a tension because I watched it the same way because I've heard those rumors that Raja yelled at Michelle during like an uh-huh. early in the season design challenge or yeah. something. And you notice that in the interactions where, you know, they were talking about like how has like growing up in the church affected your life. And she's talking about like the similarities of Christian values uh-huh. and like don't fuck your neighbor and all that. And like you can see like Michelle bantering with her and there's just this glare that she gives of like, well, maybe. Well, sure. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess, Michelle, maybe. Yeah, no, I mean, possibly. Like, not fully validating her banter. And I just could see all of that. And and it's, oh, Raja, I just have to say, like, Raja's energy, this whole episode, her performance. Oh, Raja. Girl, girl, Raja, Raja, Raja. We did Still not, not, it did not make it on the soundboard. You know, there was a lot of tea spilled in the Roscoe's viewing parties. Obviously, Violet. Raja talks about how she doesn't even want to come back for a fashion photo review, which, like, yeah, she's been doing it since season six. Like, we of get course. all that. Like, also, yeah. the fandom, the fandom has, the, the queens have outgrown the fandom, or the fandom has outgrown the queens, in a way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, they've taken the show and made it theirs instead of, something that is presented to them. You know what I mean? And that includes stuff like fashion photo review. Um, But yeah, I think Raja put it. She's like, I don't have anything else to say. I don't have anything else to say about these looks. Like, what am I going to say? I, but I wanted to also mention about the roast and the fact that a queen who was joked about she devil by night is now in the finale. Yes. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Oh, did they? Was there a roast joke about her being she double oh, by night? Oh, Mary, yeah, Evie made it. Evie Ugh. made it. She's like, oh, it was like the joke about uh, what you can confuse Trinity for, uh-huh. and and one and they cut it out. Uh, she devil by night, uh, and Monet was and Shay were both laughing really really hard, uh, but Ugh. they cut that. They, apparently, they cut that joke out, just like they cut a lot of jokes out. Yeah, yeah, and for anyone who to doesn't make it look know, like Trinity won. Yeah, right. There was a, a you know, a, a healthy rumor that Trinity was um, uh, masquerading as a Reddit user, she devil by night. Oh, and, I see. Yeah, okay. Um, that's what that all comes from. And I don't, I don't, right. I, I'm not as much of a Redditor on RuPaul's Drag Race subreddit as I used to be. There's just too much good porn on Reddit to go look at Drag Race. You know what I'm saying, Mary? Yeah, so she, uh, apparently the term is blackfishing. Basically, she was pretending to be black or pretending to be trans or both. Um, And it was like debunked that it wasn't her. But when she was asked about it, she didn't deny it. She said, oh yeah, that's me. Like, it was this whole thing. And nobody really knows the truth except... Like, I think she did come out and say, and other queens, like, no, that's not her, guys. That's not her, right? I feel like it's a similar thing with what's going on between Kimchi and Trixie right now. Like, there's no fight between them. Oh, I didn't even know about that. Oh, it's hilarious. And the, everybody on Twitter is taking it so seriously. I will be surprised if it's real. Like, really surprised. With Kimchi, Mary? Kim Who Chi? fights with Kim? Well, also, Trixie is so... I, I just feel like she's not m- one of the messy queens on Twitter. So it's mm-hmm. not she's not going to do this with her friend. She's going to call Kim up. You know what I mean? Like, of course, I don't believe right. this at all. I think it's hilarious. The screenshots my friends are sending me. So, uh, yeah. Otherwise, they I know ha- the I, kids yeah. are freaking out. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if that's part of the drag race joke of like, oh, my God, everybody thought that Trinity was this person. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I, you know, I mean, it, I guess it's also like I think about your your friend who's like, well, I just hate it when they cry. It's like people who watch the show on that level. All of this probably is not even relevant. And so you also wonder if like some of these jokes are like the she devil by night thing is kind of a niche joke that like, yeah, only, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's I also see. Nobody that of, like, mo- that. You're right. nobody's going to get that joke. Yeah. So right. that's, a, I see. you know, I see. Yeah. That's why they cut it in the first place. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, wow. OK. So, yes, yeah, so we have these Tic Tac lunches. I I think we can move on. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I do want to just add because I... There oh, was something, RuPaul crying. We didn't talk about RuPaul, that. Yeah. RuPaul wanted to get on the cry train as well. And I never want to trivialize, especially when it comes to, like, talking about addiction, because I know that it is important to Ru, but, like, it it's hard to not hear, especially when you see, like, such genuine tears from, like, Evie or Jada, and then RuPaul's like, I found some people who could help, you know? And it's just like... I hope this is real for for the sake of what you're talking yeah. about. You know, I mean, I believe it. I, she gets like this consistently when talking about the people that took care of her. So yeah, it's a topic like when she cries about Wizard of Oz. I believe, yeah, it. yeah, right. I I think people do doubt that she's genuine, and I get why they do. And I'm okay to suspend disbelief for moments like this because I'm like, yeah, she probably went through hell, and people saved her life. Yeah, I mean, I I. Do you think when Rue talks about it, and I'm sure has talked about more in her book and certainly talked about on What's the Tea, like when Rue talks about that era of her life and that like, you know, the she was, always, mm-hmm. oh yeah, and always down to get fucked up. It's like, it, I did actually really appreciate when she said none of this, none of this would have happened right. if right. I didn't get sober. And I think that's true. And I think that was pretty meaningful to be like, everything I created, whether you like me or hate me or fracking want to kill me, uh, I couldn't have done if I didn't get sober. And I think that that's uh, a a pretty, that's an important message. And I, I love the little nuance of RuPaul going anyway, like pulling herself Mm. together. Like it was, uh, that made me think it was real. Yeah. I hear that. Um, we got some more gay porno sounds in the workroom, Mary, and I was just pleased as punch. They they delivered. They delivered. Uh, oh, you know fuck. they all. Oh, <laughs> but nobody's nobody's giving a good. Oh, 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 you know, like nobody's giving a good bad male gay male porn sounds. That's what I want more of. Oh, you want to hear more of the like? Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, uh, yeah uh, you want to hear? I that want like stuff. Weird, weird cum Grunts. sounds. Yeah, weird, weird cum one. sounds. Weird. The, you <laughs> know the kind. It's the kind that you like. You you turn off. The yeah. Pornhub clip before he comes because you're like it takes me out of it. Yeah, right. Like I'm actually not even here for this. Like this is actually this is gonna ruin it. For oh my me. god, there's this um, one. There's this one uh, guy on Pornhub that I, you know, I've watched a lot of his videos, but definitely turn off or pause or go to another video before he gets there because it is, it is insane. It is so much. I'm just like. Stop it. Oh my God. And he's like screaming. Is it like Yeah, of like it's yelling? like that. It's like, huh, huh. I'm just like, no, Mary. No, cut this part no. out. <laughs> you edited yeah. this video. Uh, yeah, it's like you're blowing out the speakers, buddy. Like, oh, God. Yeah, because oftentimes I'm listening to, to, well, anyway, I don't want to give it too much of visual, but yes, headphones are sometimes used. <laughs> I can imagine. No, sometimes headphones are used. I don't want to I live Marco in an apartment this. with thin walls, you know. It's just like uh-huh. being respectful to the people in the hallway. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, you don't want to hear this. Uh anyway, I 
Mary, I love Hacks. I love Schitt's Creek. I love Housewives of Orange County. So I was so happy to see Hannah Fanbinder as a guest judge. Well, none of those, I understood virtually none of what you just said or why you said it or what she has to do with the Real Housewives of Orange County. Uh, but um, oh my, the soup's delicious, isn't it? Uh, but oh my, the soup, yeah, yeah. Or what you're doing here or what this place is about. Um, but, you know. Determined to enjoy myself. I am determined to understand what she has to do with the Real Housewives of Orange County. Oh, it's just things that I don't watch. Oh, so you've never, and I'm not doing that thing, so don't, I'm not being that gay person. I'm honestly asking, so you've never watched Hacks? I watched it during the pandemic. I watched uh, maybe two episodes, and they were great, Mm -hmm. but I don't remember this person. Wow. I mean, I I would say, I mean, the gene smart of it all is is just so worth it. Sure, I understand. I understand. Just like Schitt's Creek. I know. There's the Catherine O'Hara of it all. There's the sad last season. But you have to get through the first two seasons. Like, I get it all. I know. I want to watch Axe. That is something that I feel like I can watch because there aren't a million seasons and the episodes are shorter. But anyway, who is this guest judge and is she fabulous? So Hannah Einbinder is, uh, I think, so she is, I think Hacks, I think she even said in Untucked is her first, like, major acting role. And I I think she's been a writer before that. I don't even, I don't think she's a writer on the show. I don't remember. But in any event, yeah, she's like the other main character on Hacks. Oh, she's fabulous. She's great. Her character is basically what you saw on the show. Like, she, she doesn't really change her. It's like a Tina Fey on 30 Rock thing. Oh, interesting. Okay. This is who you are. Cool. Um. I like her. I think she's a her her um, chemistry with Jean Smart is really incredible. Uh, I really like her. I I did not expect to see her on the season, and I thought that she um, she seemed to really genuinely be happy to be there. Oh yeah, sounded like it looked like she was a fan. Um, Mary, yeah. I want to talk about the variety show. We can certainly talk about individual acts if you want, but I want to know how you think this show compares. To variety shows past uh well i think and i just have to say i did before i said that i just need to like, throw a rose at ruin michelle for making vague sweet charity references oh before okay we get to this okay. because yeah if we don't make these references we lose them bum, 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 i get it yeah and that just leads to one follow-up question but you did watch fossey verdon right mary i i told you to watch it <laughs> Well, I'm just making sure. I mean, I carried you through charity, you know? Like, I just want to make sure. <laughs> uh, no, I got to the scene where she doesn't get to sing the song at the piano. And mm-hmm. I, was, I, I think that's when I texted you, like, why aren't you watching this show? Yeah. Yeah. And then I did an In the Details episode about that scene. Yes. So, uh, because, ugh, the woman playing the cheetah in that Mary. scene is just so good. Mary? She is such a... She is. It's it's so good. The cheetah in that scene. Cheetah in the middle. Um, so the cheetah. anyway, the, <laughs> the cheetah the dance at the cheetah. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. No. Fosse Verdon uh, from start to finish. That show is perfection. Michelle Williams. Michelle. Shelley Williams is. Shelley Williams. Yeah. Is transcendent and. I fucking love Sam Rockwell. I thought the whole cast was great. I love the story of it. Anyway, Gwen Verdon. Yes, always reference Gwen Verdon. That's all I have to say. Damn Yankees. I just actually watched that on Amazon Prime uh, probably a few weeks ago. And she is so good as Lola. She is so good. That movie is so good. Anyway, Damn Yankees. 
Damn, those damn Yankees. Um, well, and I've, I've never seen it, but I do know three things about it. So um, I didn't know Gwen Verdon was in the movie. Uh, so that's four things. Uh, okay, to answer your question, now that we've, uh, we, we've made also an important charity reference, carried you through charity. It's my favorite line in, in Fozzie Verdon. Um, <laughs> so so, so I can it remember. is so good. I mean, I, just if, so if you good, think yeah. of it, you could like clip it in here because it is so yeah. good. Oh, I think I will. I think I will. I, the whole monologue, I carried you through charity. I, charity. And it, she does that theater thing of calling it charity and yeah, right. charity. Yeah, not so it's charity. like it's an amazing delivery. Uh-huh. And then she's also doing a thing I hate. But I'm like, but you're Gwen fucking Verdon. Yeah. If you can't do it, who's going to do it? That's you right. know, That's right. Talking to Bob Fosse. And so um, Bob. Bob, yeah, Bobby, um, and so I carried you, Bobby, uh, and so when I picked you up on my back, and I carried you through charity, through cabaret. I've been carrying you the whole goddamn time, and you have never forgiven me for it. All right, Mary. So what do you think about this variety show? Okay, so here, you know, I have to say that, I mean, like, anything I have to say is Monet is above and beyond anything I've ever seen. That being said, I think it was the there wasn't a ton of variety. Everyone was kind of doing a song. And so I think maybe it being at the end of the season mm. and kind of being a different type of challenge uh-huh. versus like a beginning of an all-stars introductory challenge. Um, I kind of like when, when the variety show has a little more variety in it. And this felt a little bit more like when the variety show becomes like a demo reel for all the Queens, you know, yep. songs to coming promote out. Promote their songs. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I felt that too. I felt like this episode coming at the end of the season Obviously, with the twist and all of that, the tears, sure, put it at the end of the season. But in terms of what we got, not to say that they're not talented, but yeah, it was just a little disappointing. I, uh, it, it begs for us to go back and think about other variety show favorite performances. And first of all, let us not forget Spoken word, Tatiana. Oh, I mean, this truly, this piece. I mean, truly, truly excellent work. Like, that was All-Stars 2, so that's when this all started. And I think Mm -hmm. that, I mean, granted, like, I know Alaska was funny. I know that some of the performances during All-Stars 2 were were good. But Tatiana just, like, was like, no, I'm going to do this, right? There were live singing, and the the... The producers were not kind to the live singers back then, um, mm. you know, because you want to dance in this club tonight. Um, yeah. Should we, we speed, speed it up, up a little bit? <laughs> should we speed it up a little bit? Should we speed it up a little bit? You got to do the finger, too. Should we speed it up a little bit? Acapella. <laughs> um, so, I hardly but, know her. <laughs> but, this, but the spoken word of uh, um, uh, different parts, right? Is this what it's called? Uh, same parts. Same parts, right, right. Um, what you see... Isn't always the truth. Say it with me. What you RuPaul see. can't remember. Isn't what you know. She didn't already have um, That one came to mind because it was live. It was like an act. It wasn't another lip sync, right? Um, by the way, I don't want to take away from what the queens did this season. So I do have thoughts on what 
their talent or variety was. I like that they didn't really call it a talent show. It was a variety mm-hmm. show. So I think mm-hmm. that's moving in the right direction to to allow these lip sync original songs to be there. Um, All Stars 3, I thought a highlight from All Stars 3. Oh, sorry. Tatiana. Um, Roxy. Oh, uh, she did the striptease. The burlesque act was yeah. phenomenal. One of the first burlesque acts that then other people, I think, tried to mimic in many ways. Oh, that's true. Because I mean, even though like, uh, what's your snakes? Violet was like a burlesque queen. I don't think she had the opportunity to do this no. the way Roxy did. Yeah, right, right. Um, Bendela Krem also won with a burlesque act, but it was a uh-huh. lot of comedy. It was really funny. That yep. came to mind. Um, th- uh, but Trixie Mattel, she sung and played and accompanied herself to moving parts. I think that was like mm-hmm. a, also a moment that is worth kind of noting in terms of variety shows. I also wrote down Sethless. Oh my God. I mean, that was, I think that I love that that one, you know, had a moment that mm-hmm. everybody was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. That is a, I mean, a full production that they could have done here because yep. they had backup dancers and, yep. and, and the sets to some extent. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the drag race Spain variety show was Fantastic. So, Marys, if you're listening and you and you have Wow Presents Plus, or you can find it on YouTube, just watch that whole variety show. It it has lip syncs in it, yes, and it is very entertaining. Um, All-Stars, and it's technically sorry, just to add, it's also yeah. technically the first opera of Drag Race. I wrote that down too. Jurichi, yep, sung opera. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Thorgy Thor plays the violin. That to me also feels like a talent, you know, variety show. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Very welcomed. Uh-huh. I think Aja also should be on this list because is she going to jump from there? This also, it just, it took the lip sync and dance thing to another level. Yeah, I mean, and then I'm remembering when Lemon did it, but then I'm thinking about what Pangina did, and I remember it. So, it, like, I think there's something like Pangina, for example, you know, did a song with choreography. Like, it's not like the concept wasn't new, but the the amount that was put in. Yes. And I think Sethless is the same way, the amount, the amount. that was put in. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I could say the same about Kennedy Davenport, who when she danced during that challenge, I mean, it was like, what the fuck? This bitch is talented. I love, like, Kennedy has that, like, go-to dance that she does, and mm. she'll have, like, the spinning arm uh-huh. and all that, and it's just, I can watch it all day. I, uh, I, even though it's, like, the same six moves, yes. I don't care, yeah. Kennedy is phenomenal. Um, I also wrote down Gia Gunn because we got another cultural dance before oh, right. Raja's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I remember that, yeah. Um, All-Stars 5, I think it's worth mentioning India 1 for a lip sync, right? Drag is not a contact sport. Um, oh right Mariah Balenciaga had like performance art as her talent which I remember that stands out to me because that that was different she took the tone in a different direction and it was it it stood out because it wasn't another like autobiographical dance track exactly and do you remember what Shea Coulee did in All Stars 5 Mary wasn't an autobiographical dance track. It was a love letter to strippers. I'm just kidding. Oh, um, no. Oh, <laughs> a strip, right. a stripper pole. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. right. Which yeah. I think, in if you look at the list of variety acts, hey, it's different. Yeah, it's different. I'll take... I remember it not being... Or I don't remember if she did well in the episode. But I remember thinking, okay. I mean, I can't do that, but okay. Um, All-Stars 6... 
the I think the best one, and a lot of people I think argued this because Bianca Del Rio did it, but in like one of her acts, but Raja and the Sewing. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, because yeah, Bianca. I remember seeing a clip of that on YouTube of her doing like making the dress in uh-huh. sixty seconds. Right, but like it's different. It's interesting. It it's, yeah, it's there's different. some suspense to it. Yeah, it's different. Um, Yara Sophia, I think, uh, also won that episode with uh, the shake those tatas lip sync. Um, and she, she had that beat big the shit out of her boobs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just wanted to note because I am a fan of when queens do live singing versus lip syncing because I think it's a bold statement. Kylie sung live and Jan sung live, and that just takes balls. A lot can go wrong, as we saw with Monet. It went <laughs> wrong for Monet. You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't la- last believe. season, season four. I know. I can't believe they showed that. They I did. love they had Shay laughing at her. Yes. What was it? All the people in the whatever it was. <laughs> oh God, that was. Funny. Yeah, that's uh, it's like Fergie. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> undercover. Yeah. Oh man, uh, it was a choice. I remember back then, I was like, "Why is she doing this in her head voice?" Uh, yeah, right. You, know, you don't get any she had sleep. All that, all that sound in the basement. Smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, here we come to this variety show, and I think for an all-star season, I wish the producers. I guess steered the queens away from lip sync, songwriting, and dance. There's, there's just something about it. It just doesn't feel. I mean, like let's start with like Trinity's, for example. I think it's a quintessential example of like autobiographical dance track with uh-huh. choreography. Like, and it, yes. it was, and it's a rap, and it's a rap, and it feels like okay. We've definitely seen this before. You know, the only thing is that's different is like the spilling the tea moment when she got covered in iced tea. Sure, but you know, I mean, but you know, what's her name? Silky Nutmeg Ganache couldn't stop herself from bringing things food out on stage. So, um, you know, and so I, I felt like Trinity's was kind of a perfect example of like, oh yeah, I mean, this isn't like bad. It's just no, none of them were bad. No, it's just they like, were all great. They were all great. Yeah. I, I will honestly say that. I honestly say and, and believe what I'm saying here. They were all great. I'm not going to remember Trinity's next year. I'm not going to remember a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think Evie's Evie, was the same. Um, granted, she had the fake out moment. Which yeah, I she liked. had the fake out moment. There was a great line in there. I put the able and disabled. Um, Jada. Uh, what I'm going to remember about Jada's is bad. Uh, not that it was bad, but what I am remembering is bad. I, it was a Kremenem moment. Carson crosses oh. his arms and makes that like purse-lipped rap face. Why? Why are there so many instances of him doing that? Why, why do I feel like I've that? seen? <laughs> why do we have to keep seeing Carson do these things? Why do we have to endure this? <laughs> yeah, like Jada's on stage. Why do Show I have us to watch Jada? Show us Jada. She won a crown on Zoom from her living room, for God's sake, which I thought was a great line. Uh, and I do have to say, I appreciate that Jada, Jada is like Marge Simpson with the Chanel dress with look over mm-hmm. there. She has turned it into four or five different things. And I will say for as many times as she used look over there, the where it showed up in the song, I was like, oh, Jada, that's brilliant. Like you put it, you turned it into yeah. something, a new note, you know? Yeah. Um, but I love Jada Bear, you know, so like I thought she was I thought this was like, even though it was kind of like an autobiographical rap track, I still <laughs> felt like it was one that I loved. And I actually like followed the lyrics. I 
I'm putting in the same category as Evie and Trinity in terms of its impact for me. And that's not to say that it wasn't great. Again, I'm talking about impact because I think impact during these variety shows, you have to stand out. And so it can't be, you know, when Jinx came out and sang live, sung live, she dipped throat some mic. Right, so she sung live, which you may or may not remember how great she sounded, but then she deep-throated a mic. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. that I think is an all-stars winner move. I think, yeah, Jinx for having not had to do anything. I mean, this was, again, very much a victory lap, but she still made it memorable in some way. So I'll give her credit for that, absolutely. Shea Coulee, you know, obviously she's a great songwriter, the dancing, di- I mean, it was, it, she was a good mover. I don't know if I saw too much choreography. Am I just not remembering? Mm. Um, you know, I, I think that there was choreography, but I also think it's worth watching the way the scene is filmed because the camera angles and the movement make this seem so much more epic than oh. I think it is. And I yeah, know I've been shitty on Shay all season, yeah. but like, I have to call it as I feel it. it. You know, this was like they added a lot of sparkles to what was a, a not I don't think was was that different from what Trinity was doing. And but the way they filmed Trinity's was a lot less dynamic. Yeah, I agree. This was a dynamic filming. And, you know, uh, I don't know. I'm not calling rigor Morris here at all because um, I don't think that's what happened. I think that. They liked the gag. Maybe, okay, so maybe it is Rigor Morris in that sense, but they liked the gag of Shay being at the bottom and then going to the top. But I was really overwhelmed by the performance, similar to how I was, um, uh, sorry, overwhelmed, underwhelmed, uh, similar to how I was underwhelmed by Evie's, Jada's, and Trinity's. They were mm-hmm. just all on the same level to me. So I don't know why this was above the rest. I would have yeah. put Jinx, Raja, Vivian, and Monet in the top here, like as a, if there were a top four. Because they at least stood out. Raja did her Balinese dance with Mayhem Miller eyes. And I was I, just going to say, the Mayhem I Miller, lived. the edit that needs to go on Instagram of her doing this to the Mayhem Miller dramatic eyes uh, uh, video. This is I it. Lived. This is, it was so. Uh, the intensity. I was like, this is it. This is it. <laughs> yeah. And it was different. And, you know, I'll say honestly, like. As I was, I was settling in for a longer performance as they started clapping. I was like, no, I think it's just getting started. <laughs> but you're clapping now. And I think Raja, I mean, it was like, at first I was like, what are we doing here? But then it was, it was all in the nuances. It was all in the pauses was, and the yeah. eyes. And, mm-hmm. and it was all in the like, oh, you're not doing an autobiographical dance track. Exactly. Like you had to put yourself in a different headspace for that. And I could say the same about the Vivian, like the fact that it was live vocals and, you know, maybe people can prove that it was not live. It's like, okay, well, great. Um, It, I think she sung live and yeah. Was it very produced and heavily edited? Yeah. But then you have to say the same about Monet. And I don't think people want to say that about Monet. So what I'm saying is if, they're singing live and it's television. You know that it's not live. It's actually, it's television. It's all of it is produced. So you have to kind of all put it on the same plane. Am I making sense when I say that? I understand what you're saying, but I guess I'm a, I'm a little hooked by the idea that we might be disagreeing about Monet again this week. Monet was phenomenal. 
Okay, because I I think this is peak drag race. Mary, I think this is some of the best drag race yes. we've ever seen. Mary, no question. I'm what I mean to say is that I know that there are people online, and Monet, of course, Monet always responds to negative critiques. She never responds to the positive mm-hmm. ones. So you know, somebody was like, "Oh, well, you know, she wasn't singing live." Blah blah blah. They added effects, and then she's like, "Bitch, that was live." You know, middle finger uh, emoji. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, of course she was singing live, just like the Vivian was singing live, just like Jan was singing live. These people were singing. And if you heard effects, television does that. Te- that's what television does. So Monet was singing and they added an uh, ambient reverb. That's what they did for Monet. They did the same with the Vivian. It, it, I just don't think that, that, that the, that's points off because it's on TV. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course it makes sense, like in the same way that they light them a certain way. And obviously the lighting is not what they're being judged on, but the lighting actually does matter because there have been seasons where it's just like purple and you're like, what are you wearing back there? And so like the lighting, the lighting fucked over Ginger Minge and all stars too. It definitely did. So actually I, I take it back. The lighting is important and, and the sound quality as well. I mean, of course there, I mean, and even the filming of Monet's, I mean, I, the the way that the camera angles all of that contributed to the impact of it but yeah i mean oh, this they, was they they showed the 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 split screen with monet yep oh god this well first of all i just want to say this i think as an opera star or an opera singer monet will be hard on herself enough to point out any flaws that she might hear in her own performance and i just think all of that aside, if there's professional musicians out there that want to do that, fine, do that. But the impact of this performance was so stellar, high drag, and will be remembered. Oh, God, it was so good. Oh, God, it was just so good. It was a different pace. It was a different talent. It was a. It was like a just a next level. I mean, she did the whole fucking thing in a corset. I mean, it's really... It, 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 both times I watched it, I was like, oh, my God, this is... I mean, where's that oh, my God button? You know, this is the ultimate oh, my God. Did you find, find it? I found, I it? I found it. I found it. Oh, oh, my God. This was the ultimate oh, my God. Um, she she did do this in a course that I, I think it's just worth saying, and I don't mean to be that guy because I'm not, so listen to the whole thing that I have to say. Women have been singing in corsets for centuries, um, but and it's totally possible, but it takes a lot of practice, and the fact that Monet was able to do that, do it was really impressive. Not that this piece had very long phrases or that she had to be like as resonant, but uh, the fact that she was able to figure out how to breathe in this and have the same placement and same tone was so impressive. Oh, it was so beautiful. And I'm so happy that RuPaul brought the opera glasses. I felt like it uh-huh. was a promise kept. Uh, it, and I love that Hannah Einbinder got to have a Nikki Glaser moment, mm. you know, where like a, a touching the chest, tears in the mm. eyes moment. It she was... looked so good. She was so oh. still. One thing I love when I watch opera stars sing is I love to watch their breath. And to see how Monet navigated that in a corset was like a master class. She had intensity. Her logi was so beautiful at the end. And I, yeah, I was just very impressed. And maybe she's been singing this song for years. It doesn't matter. She did it in drag at like one of the largest stages. You know what I mean? 
Oh, it was it was oh, it was just you know, and I, and it's funny in, in the critiques later when she was like, I just felt like no one would want to see me singing like you know as a bass in high drag, and it's like that's maybe the coolest part about all of this is the oh, like yeah. the, the dichotomy of the two. It's like that's what that's the the sprinkles on this whole fucking cupcake, and ugh, I just I, this to me was like Monet. You are, I mean, thank God she's going to be on Secret Celebrity Drag Race. It's mm. like, you need to keep being employed. You are something special. Yeah, she's she's super talented. I Just a big shout out to a local queen here, Jasmine Rice LaBeja, also sings opera when she's doing her shows at clubs. Um, and it is, it fills the entire room. It is so cool. When like, it's that talented, you know, like, I don't know. Well, it almost seems like drag and opera would go hand in hand. They opera has do. divas. Opera. Yes, who else has pants divas? Rolls. There's pants rolls, Mary. Yes. Come on. There's yes. pants rolls. Pants rolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I was, I was, I was happy for Monet and this impact. Uh, obviously, like, you know, there's a line from Merrily We Roll Along that I just love, and it follows me around my whole life, but. Uh, the line is, and before you know where you are, there you are. And I feel like this is a type of moment for Monet. It's like she was studying opera. She went to Portland and sung opera there and then kind of gave up the opera because, as she said, like, you know, uh, doing the drag gigs was more fun and whatever. Um, you Here we have like a full circle moment of like, oh, that's what those skills were for so that I could be in this moment. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, it's just, you know, you never know when you're going to come back to something. So Uh, this was, yeah, this was great. I will say I was, not that I'm, like, asking for more from these queens, but for the last episode, I was surprised there wasn't a final runway. Yeah, I was surprised at that. It makes sense because they're all kind of out of looks. So, you know, I think that had something to do with it. Um, Mary, I do want to talk about the length of these variety shows because that's one of the things we talked about with the Drag Race Thailand finales is that they have a longer moment to present something amazing. I I wonder, as somebody that isn't necessarily an opera listener, do you think that if Monet sung like the three to four minute aria, you would have still been as entertained? Oh, I mean, obviously, I'm a little subjective because I love Monet, but I, I think it's, I, I think there are certain arias that are really powerful, and you would want to hear the whole thing, you know. And um, I guess it depends on the, the what she sings. Yeah, and I will say that this aria, while it's beautiful, it's it, bel canto, Bellini, like it's gorgeous. It, it, it doesn't have the impact that a lot of tenor arias have or Mozart arias have or Donizetti arias for baritones have like uh, this was a good choice for a minute performance, right? Because it was just like, I can do this. It's beautiful. It sounds good in my voice. It doesn't go too low. It doesn't go too high. You know, all of that. I thought this was a great choice for a minute. I do wonder what would happen if it was longer. Like, would she have done Largo mm. Uh, from the Barber of Seville, right? Like then, it, you know what I mean? Like that would have been a gag. Yeah, what's that one that Pavarotti would do? Nessum Dorma? Is that what it is? is that oh, one of but he's a tenor. Well, whatever. You know. <laughs> uh, change the key. You know, Jinx played one chord. Change the key. We can all do change music. Change the key, you know? Mimi. Change it around. Change it around. Yeah. You know, you wanted to be a bass. Well, you got it, baby. Um. Yeah. So I, I just think. 
I, I keep thinking, like, if we had to listen to the whole song of the Vivians, if Raja's stance was the whole thing, would we have seen a lot more, you know, would it have, we've seen more uh, peaks and valleys, right? Um, same with Jada, right? Um, and Jinx, like, that's the thing about the minute performance is it, it, it's a very specific type of variety show that needs to be presented. That's all I need Absolutely. To say. And it makes sense why they chose to do singing and dancing because it's like you can make an impact really quickly versus uh-huh. like doing a comedy set or, right. or a lip sync or something. It might not have enough time to get its footing. Right. Exactly. Um, and look at Thailand. Look at Spain. Those examples are there. <laughs> oh, they're there. They're there. Well, they're there. They're uh, there. So, you know, I have to just, like, call this out as a, just another, like, maybe a love letter to Evie. But, you know, while they're doing the critiques, Michelle does her usual thing with Evie of, like, well, it just has to be said, I've had bigger things in my box, just so you know. And I just was like, thank you, Evie, when she was like, it's not a competition, girl. Like, thank you. Somebody needs to tell people, like, Michelle, it's not a competition how many, how big things have been in your box. Was it like a penis joke? Yeah, I don't remember. Sure this she moment. wasn't talking about sweaters. No, yeah. I'm, I'm trying was... to say I don't remember this moment. Oh, so I didn't this know if it was is, a euphemism. It, it, okay. Oh yes, yes, yes. This was like Michelle talking about like Evie hiding in the box and then oh. tying in like you know I've had bigger things in my box. And oh, it's just, she was making the... a reality TV joke, but I did love no, that Evie slapped back. Yeah, you're right. But Evie you're slapped right. back, but it's like oh god, it's such like a tired thing of like, well, okay, no, it's not a competition. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. I mean, it's like. It doesn't matter how many loads you took over Pride Weekend, honey, you know? Hey, uh, not a lot. Um, Well, hey, listen, monkeypox. One of the best moments, you know, that I'm sure my friend from Fire Island did not love was Raja's story about getting lost at the airport and the, the, the story that her father tells of him getting on top of the suitcases and dancing, um, childhood dream, I think you have a, a, a clip that we should I play. I do. I do. I, it's, it's just a part of this that I think is, like, really, I don't know. Ooh, this just got me. So we'll just play it, and then we'll talk about it. And I don't know if the aura you feel is actually me. It could be my dad. <sighs> because I feel him in the room. I always feel him in the room. Oh, that line, I always feel him in the room. Oh. Oh, the way she said that, just like, oh, my my heels left the house. They were knocked clear off my feet. And then I think at the end of the episode, was that her mother? Or it was her... I didn't... You know what? I didn't know who Probably that her was. Probably yeah, I think it was... There 19th. was like... Yeah. Yeah. There was a dedication to someone. Some one of Raja's family members Vera, at the end. The, Vera. Yeah. Uh, let's... I just want to make sure. I want to find out. Yeah. Um... Oh, uh, it's yes, it's Raja Gemini's mother. Oh, oh, well, that's yeah. sweet and sad. It, it, so for sad. Raja, it's a really interesting moment in a season where we've seen her be, you know, cool, obsessed with Elvira. You know, like we've seen her be so just like, you know, not taking it seriously and like, you know, not having in a, a way that's taking away from, mm-hmm. but having a good time certainly, and like being able to see that this is just a game. Yep, and. I, it was such a surprising moment to kind of see like, oh, this shit is, she's getting real here. This is not a moment for TV because Raja doesn't need to have a moment for TV. No, you know? no. I, Raja's story, Raja's somebody to watch when you watch the season again. You know what I mean? Yep. Because the, <laughs> the only way out is up. 
Elsie whispered, like it, she is just going to move up no matter what from this season. And I, from her runways to the challenges and then to this moment, I, how could you not connect with this queen at this, at this point? It, I, I felt like, you know, when she, you know, when she had said that, like, you know, I always feel them in the room. I felt like this is not a queen who's like, this is like a very adult moment. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this just felt very real and felt very. Uh, Forgetting the cameras were there. Like, I feel like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there's definitely this sense that Raja is just being genuine and authentic the whole season. And I always look for that. And I love that. Yeah, this was. Uh, I agree. She is. There's always a queen to rewatch or to keep an eye on when you rewatch a season. I, I fully agree. It's Raja for this season. So we get to watch on Supernova lip synced again. Again, thank God, because I I can't remember the first time it was from UK versus the world, right? It was yes. Yeah. Uh, Blue Hydrangea. Oh, versus Mo. It was the last. It was the mm-hmm. top two lip sync. That's it was. right. Yeah, big one. Um, yeah. We get to hear it again. Shay wins, which is great. I, I wouldn't have been able to choose, you know, so, okay, Shay wins. Um, and we learn about the, for lack of a better term, the loser's bracket lip sync. Yes. Yeah. We, uh, I do want to just mention Monet is in her season 10 yes, promo look. Great. I love bringing that back. But this was honestly such a pleasant surprise. Like, I mean, Jada Bear obviously doesn't make top four. And then Rue, and you're kind of expecting Rue to send the other queens on their way, but it's like, more will be revealed shortly. And I love that Viv is like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah. Like, I literally don't want to do this anymore. And, um, and yeah, then we find out that there's the queen of she'd already done had hers is. I love this. And also, B, of course they need to do this. How are they going to stretch out? Four queens lip syncing across the whole episode next week, you know? Well, <laughs> they do it every finale, Mary. <laughs> but they do the Tic Tac lunches and they do all the no, other the, shit that they the live do. finale. Oh, but that's like a reunion as well. Like, there's nothing else to fill the time with. You Wouldn't know? it be cool if they did a reunion with other past winners with, I don't know, they could get a little creative, right? Anyway, no, but you're right. You're right. They needed to have something for the other cast members to do. Uh, I love that they're going to give them, you know, the $50,000 prize. It begs the question, what about the person who comes in second, third, or fourth place? Do they win money? I'm assuming they do. I mean, my under, so for the, for the queen of all queens, I know that like the first place gets 200,000, second place gets 100,000. Oh, there is a second place prize. Okay. For the, for the top, for the, the top four group, I don't know about the bottom two of the top four. And then in the, she done already had hers as group. I don't know if there's more money to go around other than the 50,000. Well, I wouldn't expect there to be more money to go around than than the 50,000, but I do think it's weird that Queens in the top four don't win less money at the end than somebody in the bottom four. Yep. I see what you're saying. And you know, maybe I did hear Maybe I'm making this up that the bottom two still get fifty thousand, which would make that sense. Would make that a like, lot of sense. Yeah, would make a lot of sense. Where it's like, I mean, think about that. You get to the top four, you're like, I'm guaranteed at least fifty thousand dollars from this gig. That's pretty good. I can see the prize being a million dollars, and then you have two hundred plus one hundred plus two plus one plus one. You have two hundred thousand plus one hundred thousand plus two fifty thousand dollars. Right. So that's. Um, you have $500,000 right there, right? 
I'm I, the Brazilian math meme right okay. now. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm that woman. No, it's 400,000. So maybe it would be half a million, right? So you have 400,000 and then you have 50,000 for the top winner of the loser's bracket. And then the, the, the bottom three, they split another $50,000 somehow. You know, I could see it being everybody getting a little bit of money at the end. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that I, I do feel like there's going to be something like that where like no one's going to walk home. Or go home empty-handed, so to speak. There'll be some, you know, uh, consolation ten thousand dollars at the very least. You know, maybe mm. twenty. Mary, um, uh, yeah. bigger conversation here. So there is talk that, like, oh man, All Star Seven was so great until this episode. They really fucked it up by having the three star twist and Monet picking and the variety show being underwhelming. What are your thoughts on how this episode is for this season and the impact of the season? Well, I can only judge by like my reaction the first time watching, because I don't know about you, but I feel like the first time I watch an episode, I am so fucking invested. I feel all the feels. I am loving it. I watch it the second time and then I'm like, oh, you know, and then sometimes I stumble across an article that's like, this is the worst. Right. And, and things get a little hampered. And then, you know, you take notes, you talk through it after a while. Some of the like more meaningful moments get more processed. And so like I can only judge by my initial reaction. And my initial reaction was that I had a good time. I felt like everybody is going to be included in the finale. That feels good. I, you know, I had my opinions. I had my disagreements, but I also feel like, at this at this point, tricks the dolls are the dolls. Right. Like this is what Drag Race does, you know. Is there's there's always a mix of like, oh, I kind of wish that happened, but I'm happy that happened. And ultimately, in a couple weeks, I won't remember. I really won't. Like there's also that of like, in two weeks, I'm not going to care about this anymore. And that's the truth, Gar. That's great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I'm. I'm not that pressed. I had a great time. I cried like four times. To me, that's a great time. I always look at the impact and Monet's performance. It was so impactful that I, it's kind of like, who, who cares about everything else? We, we got this we performance. Got that. Yeah. We got that moment. That was so fucking cool. You see what she looked like, Mary's? Mm-hmm. You know, that it's hairline. Like, girl, yeah. girl, Monet. Yeah. Uh, I, I I would never exchange. I'll throw away the receipt. So good. Uh, I will say my BSA of the week is Raja. Um, I, I think Monet is yeah. the star of the episode, yes, in, obviously. So the BSA nominee was also the fake Evie. I feel like fake Evie had a big impact. But um, let me give it to Raja. I think I think she really gave me a lot this week. Who are you rooting for to win? She already has hers as SmackDown for the crown. Boots down. You know what? I think I think you had said this in an earlier episode, maybe on or off the mic, but feeling kind of weird about like an All Stars winner winning uh-huh. versus like an original season queen winning. There's something about it that feels different, and I don't even know why. I, there's no math to it. I, 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 I guess I, if that's my logic, then I want Jinx to win. Yeah, I want Jinx to win too. The fact that Monet is on Celebrity Drag Race tells me maybe she didn't win uh right you know what i mean maybe maybe uh you know trixie trixie won all stars um in terms of the other bracket though the bottom four lip sync oh 
Um, so yeah, I want a I want a winner to win, like Jinx, and then uh-huh. in the bottom, I am. Uh, you know I love Jada, bitch. You know I live Jada Bear. But I'm rooting for Raja or the Vivian because I think that they, I think the Vivian did great all season, and I think she deserves the money. And Raja is the staying power and the strength of Raja. I just think is. Fabulous makes me feel good. The narratives of Vivian finally winning some money and of Raja kind of like you know this legend of Drag Race uh, being given a you know a a little retirement fund before she never does any of this again. I love those stories. I feel like if it really is this lip sync smackdown, looking at it that way, I'm like, oh man, Jada is going to be tough to beat. And like we're not even factoring in Evie here, but I I guess right, yeah. Oh my god, Evie could win. I love these bottom four. Ah. Right? Because Evie, like, we're not talking about her, but Evie is another one to watch when you rewatch the season. Evie killed this season. She looked so good all season. We didn't think she was going to look that good, you know? She was so good. She had great TV. I think she delivered big time this episode. Um, But yeah, I'm going to say subjectively to to soothe my aching heart, I'm going to say Jada Bear for the, she done already had hers is. Uh, Smackdown. Well, all right, Mary. I think we're ready to end it there. Marys, if you have any thoughts on the All Stars 7 variety show, you can reach out to us on Instagram at All Right Mary Pod. You can also email us at All Right Mary Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or tastereality.com slash all right dash Mary. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. And you can hear even more of me on my other two podcasts, In the Details, A Celebration of Nuance, or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses. And you can find more of me on Instagram at Drucker underscore. Um, or you can get even more of us, including our discussions of Canada's Drag Race uh, currently on Patreon at patreon.com slash allrightmary. All right, Mary. Well... Because of Monet's win today and the impact that I feel like it had on the viewers, opera, I can go on and on about how it's a dying art form, whether opera lovers love it or not, or want it or not. Um, but all that being said, I think it's appropriate to have a last chance lip sync that is an opera aria. Uh, this is Bella Sucume Orangelo by Donizetti, uh, sung by Dmitry Havorasovsky. And I think it's a gorgeous song and uh, it would be perfect for a lovely baritone, uh, bass baritone like Monette Exchange. Um, I did want to go with the obvious, Mary of Largo Factorum, which is the one that everybody knows from Barbara Seville, the la 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 That one is also a wonderful drag number. I think it would be better lip synced, if I'm being honest. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a great choice. And I guess as the Italians say, Tatsines. Oh, <laughs> 
Oh, my God. 